Welcome to the Console Crusade Podcast. My name is EJ and welcome. <laughs> okay, that's going to be the intro right there. What the hell were the rest of you doing? Console Crusade Podcast. Am I popping? Excuse the plosives. It's EJ. I am not joined by Nick Durheim or Chris Gillyfor. Not this week. Uh, I got a little bit of a special little episode here. Kind of a one-off podcast. I was home just before the holidays up at my parents' house, and my 13-year-old brother Daniel expressed interest in, in finally doing this podcast that we had talked about a few times over the years. And so I had my kit with me for another project, and we decided let's put it to the test. So we sat down at a little folding table and just had a chat about kind of his history with video games. And uh, towards the end, we do his top five or six games of all time. So uh, it's a fun conversation. It's what you expect with a 13-year-old boy with all the hilarity and the cringe you'd expect. But fair warning, uh, our audio quality is uh, pretty good. Uh, however, I am coming off uh, in this recording off of a a two-hour nap, so I am just, uh, I'm groggy, I'm slurry, uh, and and yeah, pretty beat. We get interrupted a bunch of times, and so I've cut around all that. So yeah, we'll be back uh, probably uh, maybe a week, maybe two weeks from the release of this, um, hopefully a week, and we'll just be doing a rundown of our Fantasy League talking about the uh, Game Awards briefly and just doing a year-end wrap-up, and then we'll be looking at the next year's draft uh, for our Fantasy League and going from there. So, enjoy. The hardest part about doing a podcast is always doing the intro. I've done a hundred of these things, and I still mostly just kind of stumble into it. And then one of the other guys makes a bad joke or says something offensive that I cut out, and then all you hear is the reaction of the offensive thing. Just keep the offensive thing in there. Listen, we got advertisers. We got advertisers to worry about, all right? We can't be getting people pissed off. Sometimes I'll do a funny voice. I'll be like, welcome to the Console Crusade podcast. And Nick will be like, please, Jesus, don't ever do that again. What's this podcast called? The Console Crusade podcast. Established 2016. This is your first podcast. It's my very first podcast. I'm nervous. There's nothing to be nervous about. It's just a couple of dorks talking. Pretty much. Once upon a time, Nick and I started the podcast because we wanted to do a podcast, and now it just turns into a way to catch up at twice a year, and we don't ever record. Yeah, just it's just a conversation, pretty much. Nothing, nothing to it. Well, today, we have no Nick Durheim. We have no Chris Gillyfor. No, I'm here with my little brother, Daniel. Wait, did you want me to do something there? I just wanted you to introduce yourself. Oh. Yeah, Daniel Olson, back at the Console Crusade podcast. <laughs> You're a natural already. This is like school. You go around and introduce yourself, Daniel Olson, and you say one interesting fact about yourself. I have a dog. I have a poodle named Jax. Do your best Joe Rogan impression. Dude, this is badass. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we've been talking about doing a podcast for how long? Uh, a day. That's not true. Going back to... What last time you came over? Like we thought we were talking about it because I had just done, uh, I just played through Miles Morales um, on PS4, and you well, were talking about two um, years ago. Yeah, but you were talking about <laughs> doing a podcast and explaining why I like it. 
Um, but even before that, I don't you're, remember you're ever talking about it. still a little kid. Well, you don't remember a lot of things. Some background here. This podcast is all going to be about Mr. Daniel. Dan, as uh, the ladies at school call him. Not, I, I don't like it. I, <laughs> I, don't, like I don't like Dan? it. No, okay. I told them this year, call me Daniel. And I guess it just pretty much stuck. Dan was already. Well, doesn't our neighbor across the street call you Dan? No. He call you Danny? Their dad calls me Dan, Dan the man, Danny boy. And Finley just calls me Daniel. And everyone else over there just calls me my normal name. What about Sharon? She calls me Danny. She, her and like two other old people are the only ones who call me Danny. But you prefer Daniel? I prefer Daniel. Okay. Uh, people around my peers and my family. Well, I remember the first time we talked about doing a podcast was like when you were still a little kid. So, I don't ever remember that. I didn't even know you had a podcast back then. Didn't you say you started in like yeah, 2018? You, you listened. I remember you and dad listened to my first podcast ever together. And you probably didn't get very far because I swore too much in it probably. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I don't. That was 2016. So, okay. Quick backstory. This this whole podcast is going to be about, initially we wanted to do top five or top 10 games of all time. Here's the problem with that is I, we've already talked at length about our favorite games. And so no one needs to hear me rehash it. So I figured, well, let's just make it about you. And then I can give you my opinions about games. I can tell you what games I've played, games you should play if you like X, Y, and Z. But let's just go through your gaming history. Mm -hmm. Some background first. You came to live with our family in... 2015 is when I first came. I remember it was 2015 because The Force Awakens, when that came out, was 2015. And I remember seeing it with you guys. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was, was, was a long time ago. I remember I loved it so much, and I almost cried when Han was stabbed. Whoa, spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! I don't know. Six or seven seven years now? I don't think people are still complaining about spoiler alerts. That's fair. From what I understand, when you came to live with us, there's a fly in this yes, room. That's going to bother the shit out of me. How does that happen in the dead of winter? It's so annoying. <sighs> anyway, so 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 for context, you w- were adopted by our family in 2016. 16. That summer, I stayed here for like two months, pretty much. I can't remember if it was you or Andrew that I remember meeting first, but one of you guys was like mowing the lawn, and you had your shirts off, and I, <laughs> I could see your titties. Well. I wouldn't have had my shirt off, but the first time we met was my mom brought you and our cousin home from school yeah and i was mowing the lawn and i I think dylan came to chase me around and you came over with dylan to chase me and i chased you guys around i think i stole your stuff skelly your minecraft skeleton yeah that's one of the other things so when i first came like the very first time we went to toys rs when that was still a thing and we we got me something me and my sister and um, we got me a little stuffed skeleton, uh, and I named it Skelly. The um, Minecraft skeleton? Minecraft skeleton, yeah. That's before you'd ever heard of what Minecraft was, right? Yeah, pretty much. You just liked it because it was a skeleton? Yeah. You were a weird kid who yeah. likes gross dead things, I guess? <laughs> I guess so. Evil. Nothing's changed. Oh, boy. So you're 13 now? 13. You turned 14 in two months? Two months. Oh, I remember 14. I wasn't sitting around doing video game podcasts, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, I'm excited, nervous at the same time. That's okay. So we're going to start at the top. So you first come to live with us, 
And you've not really played any video games, is that correct? No, never. Ever in your life? Never in my life. Have you seen video games being played? Yes. Um, the family previously um, had a PlayStation. Foster family that you were living yeah, with? Yeah, foster family. Um, family that, that family had a PlayStation and I... Um, like a PS2, PS3? No, it was PS3. PS4. PS4? What year was it? They, had a 20, P, they bought a PS4 for their six-year-old kids in 2014? 2015. Jeez Louise. PS4. Spoiled kids. Oh yeah, hella. They're really spoiled, and it was like not even fair. I remember getting grounded. I no, I swear, I remember getting grounded for staring at one of them. So was that intimidation? We were trying to like play a game, and I was confused, and I gave him like the eyebrow raise, the confused eyebrow raise about something, and he's like, "Stop staring at me!" And he ran, cried to his mom, and his mom got me grounded for like a week. Sounds very dramatic. Yeah. So they had a PlayStation. So you knew what, you knew what a video game console was. Yeah, I'm assuming at six years old you had played like iPad games or phone games. No, I haven't really. I, at that point, I hadn't touched technology really. So do you remember? I so I have a lot of memories of the summer you came to live with us because I stayed here for two months. I brought multiple consoles back with me. I brought an Xbox 360 with me. I brought my PS4 with me. I brought my PC with me. I can't remember if I brought my Wii U at that point. Definitely, you had brought your Wii. U. That's what I got interested in. So that was the one you left home, I think. And that's the one I played. No, no. So Andrew got a Wii U for Christmas, I believe the year you came to live with us. And that was what you played for a year. But but we'll get there. So do you remember that summer and being introduced to video games for the first time? What's yes. your first video game memory here? Very first game memory was, I think it was like, it was a... I don't know. I know the video games played, but I don't know the console. I played like Dig Dug and Classics. Yeah. Um I forgot the name. It's the spaceship one. Galaga. Galaga. I so it's cla it was classic arcade games. Yeah. And it was on one of those little teeny consoles that you hooked up with the composite cables to the front of a old TV. Mm -hmm. And it just was like <laughs> a joystick and a button. Yeah, it was literally two buttons and a joystick. But you played the shit out of that. <laughs> I loved it. Well, cause you I remember I had a little um when I lived here years and years and years and years ago, I had this little teeny TV that I played all my retro games on that I kept on my desk in in the room. And you were living at the time in the room that I used to have. So the desk was in there and the TV was in there. And so you had an old CRT TV that you could just hook up right into. And it was, you know, well, it was Dig Dug and Galaga. <laughs> Not exactly. Pac-Man Pac was on it. I beat Pac-Man a lot. I got really good at that. How do you beat Pac-Man? I think there's like 10 levels, but they but the ghosts get faster every single time. See, I thought that it just kept going and in, in increasing in difficulty until it was impossible, and you just got the high score. No, there's like a little cutscene at the very end. Really? Yeah. It's like, it, I mean, it's, not nothing, it's nothing special. It's just like... Kratos comes out and says, boy. There's a big fight scene. That'd be pretty cool. Versus Pac-Man. Pac-Man versus... How powerful is Pac-Man? Because, like... Didn't they do a movie where they... Pixels, I think. Was that it? Yeah. Did you see that in theaters? I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw the movie a lot. I used to love it. Yeah, Pac-Man was, like, really strong. It was, like, a big creature. Yeah, and he, like... Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's creepy. Yeah. Okay, so... It was, it was a good movie. So this was, like, your first real foray into games. And I remember, and you can tell me what you remember about this, but I remember, so I was staying in what is now your room. It was the empty room at the time. And I had all my consoles. I was in a huge Destiny kick. Played a lot of Destiny. 
but you're too young. So anytime I booted at Destiny or I was playing Destiny, you came in, you weren't allowed to be in there. And I would freaking have to pull up the menu and be like, you, dude, you got to leave. <laughs> and you'd be like, it's not fair. I just want to watch. I said, that's the rules. I remember you doing that with, um, I can't remember this game either. It's the dude who had, he, there's a movie made um, on Netflix. The Witcher 3? Witcher. Yeah, it was Witcher. I was playing The Witcher that summer too. And I remember going in and you're like, get out of here. You can't watch this. Well, you definitely couldn't watch The Witcher. I was playing a lot of not appropriate for children games at the time. Remember, I was also playing Red Dead Redemption on the Xbox 360. Was that good? It was the cowboy game. Yeah, no, I know what Red Dead um, I didn't love Red Dead Redemption. I heard the second one was really good. Uh, I've also heard that, but I haven't played it. But I, I, I don't know. It's one of those games that I think was probably really cool. Like, I don't know. When did that come out? 2010? Maybe? I thought, I thought it was like 2016. No, 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 no. Red Dead Redemption 2 came out in 20... Was it 2018 did it come out next to God of War and took all the awards? Or was that 2017, the Zelda year? Uh, anyway, I could fact check this, but I'm not going to. I think it was 2018 because it was the year that God of War should have won a bunch of stuff, but but the actor who played the main character in Red Dead won it over Christopher Judge, I think, that year. Who won this year for God of War Ragnarok for best performance. But anyway. Boy. Boy. He doesn't say boy a lot in the no, new one. No, he calls him Atreus now. Well, you've watched the whole thing on YouTube, haven't you? Pretty much. Well, we'll get to that. I beat the first one. I haven't played the second one, but I've watched the whole game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, Red Dead Redemption would have been cool when it came out, maybe. But by the time I played it, and after having played a bunch of other sick open world games, like Skyrim and I don't know, what else had I played? I mean, I was in the middle of playing The Witcher. It was just very linear. It was like really boring cover shooter that was just like stitched together with really shitty cutscenes from like the 2000s. So I just wasn't, it was like whatever. It was yeah. whatever. But yes. but but the idea of exploring the Wild Wild West on a horse, I mean, it could be interesting. And that's why probably Red Dead 2 did as well as it did is because it actually looked halfway decent and yeah. performance captures come a long way with facial and and all that. But pretty much all I played that summer, I feel like, was just games you weren't allowed to play. Pretty much, yeah. Except two games. Do you remember what those two games were that you would either play with us or I would let you play? No, I don't. You're going to remember when I say them. Rocket League? I remember a party with Chedrick and um, it's like a Christmas party and Uncle Chedrick came over and Mm. I swear this is for Christmas and he came over and you guys were like playing Rocket League in your room and just laughing really, really hard and Chedrick (laughs) pissed himself. (laughs) (laughs) We have an aunt and uncle and some cousins who live in Alaska and they came into town. It was summertime. We, instead of doing, you know, things outside and hanging out with the family, uh, me and Andrew and you and Chedrick hold up in the room and just played Rocket League 2v2 the entire night. And this was like right after Rocket League came out and it was like free on PlayStation for a while. So everybody was playing and everyone was talking about it. So here's the other thing too, to note when you talk about how you progressed in video games as a hobby is you were a six-year-old kid when you came to live here you did not, A, have very good sort of finger dexterity to begin with, right? You yeah, were, I couldn't even catch a ball. I mean, you were a little little behind the curve developmentally in that sense. But playing video games is like pretty much all finger dexterity. Mm-hmm. And you also, this is the same thing I see when like my girlfriend Sarah plays video games. 
and she's like twisting her whole body and she like to, to turn a car or to like move a character and <laughs> like her, like she just doesn't know how to use a controller because for, for me and now for you, you've been holding a controller since you were six when your brain is still developing and your brain is still developing at 14, but you know, you've had years worth of different types of controllers to use and get used to in the design language of a video game, like just the basics of like how 3d movement works with two joysticks. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, basic interfacing with the world. When you don't have that, either at six or at thirty, like Sarah, it's a lot to jump in and just be like, you know, my brain can't comprehend this. So, games like Rocket League, you didn't like because it was a lot of precision, like fine motor skills and finger dexterity, trying to, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus, you had tiny little wimp hands at six years old i know i uh, <laughs> yeah i still don't i mean i could get i have rocket league downloaded on my computer right now but i i just never found it to be like an interesting game like it just i like shooters and i don't i like action games that's fair and that's not really like my type of game that's fair i like competitive games that i can play with my friends and win at things and I can win at Rocket League. I can win at Call of Duty. I can win it. Well, I don't know. What else do we play? Chess. We've been playing a lot of chess lately. So back to 2015. The first game we played together, Rocket League. The mm-hmm. second game, played a lot of, you played a lot of Splatoon. I did play a lot of Splatoon. I grinded and I got like the, all the guns and every single achievement you could get. Yeah, you did play a lot of Splatoon. And that's that was the summer I beat the campaign mode on that, and then I basically turned it over to you and was like, yeah, "Do whatever you want, play online." Yeah, I haven't play played the... Splatoon three. What's up with that? Was you that haven't good? played it yet. No, is it good? You want to get into that? Sure. Okay, so Splatoon one you played, and then Splatoon. When did Splatoon two come out? Twenty seventeen. That sounds right. Yeah. So it was Christmas twenty seventeen. You got a Switch. And we played a shit ton of Splatoon 2. Because mm-hmm. Andrew got into it, and I was deep into it with all of my friends, and then you got it. And all we did, remember, just connecting online. And Although back in the day, you couldn't party up with people. You'd be in the same party, but then you'd be on opposite teams. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So stupid. But anyway, we'll, we'll get there. So we started you off small, and then you kind of dabbled with some difficult games that I was playing. But then... What happened? The Wii U? No, 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 no. What console did you have in your bedroom? The PS, was it PS2? PS2. Yeah, that one was a, that one was crazy to me. I remember that I was like 24 hours a day on that thing all the time. <laughs> I I loved that thing so much. It was Spyro. I think I beat that. And I was really mad when I did because I was like, I want more. Wait, so what Spyro were you playing? Because that would have been a PS1 game. Was it Ripto's Rage? I don't know. Was it? You don't remember much about it? That was no. a long time ago. I, it was half your life ago. What else did you play on there? Um, I remember two other big games. I don't remember two. I remember one, uh, um, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Not The Amazing Spider-Man, just Spider-Man. Just Spider-Man. I thought it was Amazing Sam Spider-Man. Raimi's Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. Gonna put some dirt in your eye. <laughs> Amazing open world game for its time. I thought it was really fun. Often regarded as... The best Spider-Man game, or one of. Bef- this is before this is 2018. This is before 2018, okay. Yes, okay. It revolutionized what we know now as the swinging mechanic. 
and traversing the open world and that sort of sense of gravity when you swing up and you fall and just that visceral, you know, you get the yeah. p- in the pit of your stomach, you feel like you're swinging. Yeah, it's it's really well done. I think they did a good job. In 2018, they did even better. Oh, 2018's awesome. Phenomenal. It's just Phenomenal. so fun. It is. I can, I can, I don't even have to like follow the story or beat up bad guys. I could just sit there and swing for two hours. Sure. Go from one end of New York to the other. Exactly. Well, I've done that mindlessly. Yeah. Listening to a podcast and just swinging around New York. Yeah, that's sick. I love the Spider-Man games and I hope the, the next one, they don't try to do too much. Well, it looks like they're going to have Venom is what they yeah, said. Yeah, I think that's cool. going to be an interesting new origin for Venom too, like sort of as a byproduct of the Osborne meddling. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway. Um, so you played a lot of Spider-Man 2. Do you remember how far you got? I, I That's the game I probably remember the least. Okay. I remember... You kept calling me into the bedroom because you you couldn't figure out where to go next. <laughs> you couldn't figure out what to do. And I said, just follow the arrow. But the arrow, and I remember how complicated this is in retrospect, but the arrow wasn't just, you know, directional, north, south, east, and west. It would also tell you, you know, if you needed to move vertically or not, if you had to go up a building. So it would sort of point diagonally. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just, and so yeah. you would think, oh, I've got to go there. So you I couldn't quite figure out the, the compass, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd be trying to figure out to go. And I'm like, you just follow the arrow. You just go there. Uh, and then I think you ended up just... Quitting. Yeah, you gave it up <laughs> after a while. But the other game I remember is Dragon Ball Z. I have zero memories of this. Really? I have zero memories. Oh, I'm pretty sure I let you play my copy of Budokai 2. I have zero. I do not remember this at all. All right. Then we're, 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 we're going to fast forward then. I know the next one. The on PlayStation? Thing, the, no. There wasn't any game anymore on PlayStation. The next console, it was before Wii U. Oh, really? The 3DS. Oh, you had a 2DS. Was it? No. Yeah. Yeah. The 2DS was the solid brick, like the wedge, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a, it had no 3D functionality. And that's when I got introduced to Shovel Knight. On the 3DS. 3DS. I huh. I never beat it, but I remember that was like my favorite game for a while. I really liked Shovel Knight. Dude, and the soundtrack in that game. Oh, it's amazing. On there's some point. good there's some good remixes too that you can listen to. What about Shovel Knight that you like so much? I liked that it was like it, it was really challenging and I really liked getting to the boss fights. It was really satisfying. Um whenever Shovel Knight would get a new power, that was really satisfying too. Looting chess was just Fun to do too, just just simple stuff. So you know that Shovel Knight is sort of retro inspired. Yeah. Obviously, it's got the retro aesthetic Mm -hmm. and the retro soundtrack, but it's sort of inspired by the 16-bit, you know, games like Mega Man. Shovel Knight was amazing. I also played Shovel Knight that year on Wii U. I forgot that it came to 3DS. It was 3DS, and then they did Treasure Trove on Switch, which was like a re-release with all the DLC, right? It it was that one was phenomenal. I because you could play a shovel knight, and once I beat a shovel knight, you could play as plague knight, which is one of the bosses. What were his powers? He threw bombs basically, and so instead of like using a shovel, he just went around throwing bombs, and you could just like collect different like bombs that had different effects. He also had like a double double explosion jump, and then there's one more which was specter knight. He was probably the most powerful. Like he was. I beat the game very easily with him. He was not really fun to play. I never played those really. I, I may maybe I had played the Plague Knight one like briefly. 
Plague Knight was the hardest. It Isn't it fun. interesting how like the whole because it's the same levels, right? It's a each one has a story. But you're playing through like this a lot of the same levels and the same maps. Yeah. yeah. So Specter Knight's goal and the whole thing is to figure out who he really is, and so it just goes around and he's trying to figure out, and none of the other bosses from the games before will tell him. And so he just goes around killing them all, and it's, like, really cool. It's interesting to me how, like, the game, if you change the main character's core powers and abilities and the way he traverses, yeah, you're literally playing the same map or the same levels that you've always played, the same bosses, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it's a completely new game because the way you're interfacing with the level, the mechanics are totally different. Yeah, it really, it, it was really effective. I really enjoyed playing Shovel Knight the way they change things. That's why I also really liked when Shovel Knight would get a new power because, you know, they're simple. Like, he would shoot fireballs out of his shovel and just simple stuff like that changed things a lot Mm. because it changed how you would view the game. That shit was hard, though. Yeah, Shovel Knight was very hard. But I beat beat Shovel Knight. I beat the one with Spectre Knight, and I quit Plague Knight. That was too hard. I might have to go back and give him a try because I really love Shovel Knight, and I also have too many games to play not enough time slash motivation to play most games. You know, I've been playing games, single player games for the first time this last month since Warzone died. Like fully they they released Warzone 2 and the game sucks and but I was so I far No, I I only hear bad things about it. And I honestly wasn't a big fan of the first Warzone. So. That's fine. It wasn't a game for you. Yeah. It, I mean, I I liked it, but it wasn't a game that I would play regularly. Like I would play it occasionally, but it was just really competitive and it was really it was hard to Friggin' sweaty. I know, it was really hard to especially You were pretty for good at it though. I was okay. You you would playing you, in your lobbies was hell. Well, and, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my lobbies were a lot harder. I remember the first time you dropped in, you got like nine kills or something in a solos match. Yeah, no, I I when I was playing by myself, like I was insane by myself. But when I played with you and Andrew, it was not even fun. Jumping from a point six lobby to a one point two lobby is there's a big difference there. But but anyway, yeah. Well, now that Warzone's dead to me, I played God of War Ragnarok. I played Golf Story. I started uh, Ratchet and Clank 2015. Ratchet and Clank. I know what that is, but I just don't know like much about it. It's like a Go. PS2 era inspired like 3D platformer slash action game. Yeah. Um, God of War Ragnarok, phenomenal. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. We already talked about it, but you got your first console. How old are you? Eight? Would that be Switch or Wii U? Switch. Switch. Wii U is Andrew's. Andrew got the Wii U. And you played stuff like Smash Bros. Oh, is that mostly what you played for like a year? Was like all the Toys to Life games? Dude, that was... I mean, I remember for Christmas, all I wanted was Amiibos and... um, You had a lot of them too. I I still have like a huge collection. I could sell those off and... Guess what? What? You don't have a huge collection anymore because you told mom to get rid of them and she gave them all to me. And now they're in my garage. What? Yes. When? Last month, <laughs> uh, they're not worth anything. So I'm just they're, oh, they're just, not. They're just sitting in plastic bags. And when you're a 22 year old or a 30 year old, yeah, now you're gonna have all my stuff. That's probably gonna be worth like a thousand dollars a pop. I don't know. You're not gonna. You're not gonna like it. I'll give it back to you. We can take a pause if we need to, Andrew. Special guest vocals, dude. I guess I gotta put this on record. I'll edit this into the podcast. Ask Sarah. I have a superpower, and it's knowing within 0.2 points what 
Portnoy is going to guess or what score he's going to give a pizza. We watch almost every day. We watch. I'll be like, oh, there's a new there's a new pizza review up. We watch it, and she's just baffled by just the experience. And he's like, she's like, did you see pizza every damn day? I said every day. I turn it on. I just have watched this schmuck so much. I know based on his reaction, based on the type of pizza it is, based on the experience with the you know if it's the owners or the the cook or people around him, like within point two, like nail it. <laughs> and half the time I'll get it dead on the money, and Sarah's just like, what the fuck. And I'm like, that's the only thing in life I'm good at, is knowing how Portnoy is going to rate his pizza today. All right. I don't know where the hell we were, what we were talking about <laughs> there. Andrew walked in and, and interrupted. Well, we're back. We're back at the Console Crusaders podcast. It's the Console Crusaders podcast. Uh, it's Console Crusade. We're on a crusade. Yeah, but we are. The cru- we are the we are the crusaders. Oh man, <laughs> you're an honorary uh, console crusader. Yeah. All right. What's next? Um, so anyway, Andrew came in and he he reminded us of a very funny story that we should tell uh, about after you got your switch. What were we talking about though? Oh yeah. Um, I think we're on the switch now because we talked about Disney Infinity, so we should be. Well, on you the were switch on. Now. A, well, we didn't really get into the. Skylanders thing, but I have them all now. Skylanders. Now I remember. I, I've got all your toys, your grubby, germy toys. Skylanders, I remember that one was like, I liked that one a lot for a while. Okay, so what what even was it? It was just like a 3D action platformer. You scan in a character and you then you just go kill things in this yeah, world. Yeah, so you scan, I only had like three or four, but you like scan... One of those characters, and then you become them. You get their powers, and you can just go and just kill shit. Basically, wasn't there like sections of the world that you couldn't go to unless you scanned in the right type of character, and it would just be locked? Yeah, because each character had different abilities in different places they could go. So you couldn't play the game you you had paid money for unless you paid money to unlock it with other characters. (laughs) Pretty much. No wonder that's why it did horribly. Yeah, I was gonna say no wonder that entire model crashed and burned faster than the crypto market. What's that whole thing about? I don't know. You have to ask one of my other friends. I saw something on that, but anyway. (laughs) You you had Skylanders, you had Disney Infinity, and you had Lego Dimensions. Lego Dimensions. I only played that for one day, and I got so mad at it. I like threw one of the things across the room and just was done. I I didn't touch that game. I think I gave it to Finley, the next door neighbors. I was just done with it. I hated it so much. But damn, it's harsh, man. I know it was poorly done. I didn't play it. I have no idea. It was so bad. So was Disney Infinity or Skylanders better? Disney Infinity, 100%. Really? Not just because you knew the characters or was the game? It was a better, it was just a better video game. There was a lot to do, a lot of op- a lot of options. You could create things. Your characters had really, really cool powers and you could just go and kill people with really cool powers. There was Loki, there was Black Panther. They're all really cool. There's some OP characters too that cost more money. But it was just like, I had, had such Disney. a big collection of Disney Infinity characters. You had Disney characters and Star Wars characters. It was everything Disney. There was Marvel, there was Star Wars, there was um, just like, like Toy Story, uh, just Incredibles, there was just stupid stuff like that. Did you ever play um, any of the Kingdom Hearts games? I did not. That's kind of like what that reminds me of, like a mashup of all these weird characters from different franchises. Yeah, I heard Kingdom Hearts was a really good franchise. 
There's a lot of them. I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but who are your who are your like prize, like your top top three Disney Infinity figures? Loki, Vader. Vader. Um, and there's one more. I think it was Falcon. Really? Yeah. Falcon Falcon could oh no, Vision. That's what it was. Vision was like hella OP. Like he could fly around just laser people and it was like super fun to use. <laughs> okay. That also died. The Toys to Life fad went away pretty <laughs> died quick. Of a horrible death. Which I don't. I, I honestly don't know enough about it. If it's a product of the games just not being very good because they were essentially it was just shovelware made for kids who didn't know any better or whose parents didn't know any better. Yeah, I, I can't even tell you how much money we probably spent on Disney Infinity. Probably characters. a lot. I mean, I you have, a lot of you money. have two tubs full of characters. <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous, but the toy—I mean, the toy aspect is sick. Like the idea of buying a collectible thing that you can put on display, interfacing with your video game, is cool. Yeah, and in I that sense, really cool. I think it's cool how Nintendo did it. Like, I wish they would have done more, but like they never gated content, as far as I know, behind Amiibo. They never prevented you from, you know, accessing an area of a video game that you paid for without the right toy. Yeah. It just sort of enhanced. I don't think they did enough in Smash Bros. In Zelda Breath of the Wild, do you remember what Amiibo did in Breath of the Wild? They had Zelda. They had Link. They had... Well, do you um, remember what would happen if you scanned an Amiibo? No, I actually don't. The first time every 24 hours that you scanned in uh, an official... Oh, right. It would drop down like loot from like the sky, like chests. And you could collect like a special outfit. Like a lot of the characters had special outfits you could get. Yeah. But then it would drop like really good food. Really good weapons too. Weapons. Depending on, yeah. yeah. And so that's honestly how I got through some of the more difficult parts of the game. Same. Was I would just scan in all my amoeba because I had all of them. I only had the one you got me. It was like that and you gave me like 50 bucks with it. It was like the um, uh, the little Bacoblin pig one. You got me that. Did I? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I really like my Amiibo collection, but at some point it was just ridiculous. And keeping up with it would have been ridiculous. Now there's just so many, and it's stressful trying to get at whatever. I sold them all. I think I sold a lot. I think I went through and pulled out any Amiibo that was worth more than $30 loose, pulled it out and sold them separately. Things like Falco at the time, a couple of the Zelda ones. And then I sold everything that was like sub 30 in a big lot, and I sold it for like 500 bucks on eBay. Damn. I just was like, let some guy who owns a shop sell all these. Got them out of my garage. Okay, so after Toys to Life, we, we start picking up Steam. You, you already mentioned your 2DS. You played things like Shovel Knight. You that had, was before. That was before, before the game. You had a game called Dragon Ball Z. I know what you're talking about. And I, was it Super Butoden? Or was that the Super Butoden's the Super Nintendo? Anyway, it was some 2D fighting game. I know. I don't know what it was called, but I... I don't. I have a faint memory of it, but I remember getting insane at it. Like I got really good. <laughs> I beat like every level, and I unlock all the characters. Here's was, the thing: I'm was, shocked about. It was fun. I'm shocked that you don't love Dragon Ball Z. I just haven't watched it. You I, love I just, anime. I do love anime. You love fighting. I do love fighting. And you were exposed really early on to not only a bunch of Dragon Ball Z video games where you had to just fight people. Remember, you played Dragon Ball Z Universe where you got to create your own character. No, listen. I love that game. I have no problem with Dragon Ball Z. It's just like too much of a time commitment. There's so much seasons, so much info, there's so much filler. Like I just, I'm, it's my kind of thing. I, 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 I think 
it's a really cool universe. And you said you've been watching Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is like they cut off all the filler. So I'll definitely give that a look um, after I'm done with JoJo's Bizarre. I think adventure. it cuts it from 291 episodes to 160 something. Jeez. Yeah, cuts out a lot of, of shit. It was, it was good too. I mean, it was, you know, it's Dragon Ball Z. But is it's, there, are they making one for like Dragon Ball Super? Like a, a filler guide sort of thing? No, I mean, they should. Here's the thing though about Dragon Ball Super is that there's no really clear like delineation between what's filler and what's like canon to Akira Toriyama's vision. Because here's what happens Akira Toriyama writes story outlines and he gives one or he gives, gives the same copy to Toei, um, who produces the anime. And then he gives one copy to Toyotoro, who writes and draws the current Dragon Ball Super manga. But they're not that detailed of story outlines. So Toei and Toyotoro are both sort of filling in the gaps their own way. So the manga and the anime are super different, and there's really no right answer as to like what is official or what is canon. So there's really no filler. It's all just like there. There are a couple episodes that like you could consider fully filler and just not watch and it doesn't affect the story. But like in Dragon Ball, there was just like so much just crap that never happened in the manga, you know? Yeah. That it was, you could just cut out 10 episodes at a time and it wouldn't affect anything. (laughs) But yeah, I'm shocked as a kid who just wanted to punch pillows and fight people all the time that you didn't get super into Dragon Ball Z because that is like all the shonen anime that you love now, it's just Dragon Ball Z. I've seen Dragon Ball Z like fights and like... Comparing those to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fights and Hunter Hunter, there's just I I don't I can't com- <laughs> I can't compare the two. I haven't watched those, dude. You know the best fight in Dragon Ball, freaking DBS Broly that came out a couple years ago. Oh, dude, the Broly movie, dude, such oh a my good god, fight. that was like one like one to two hours of just fighting and pretty screaming, good. and it was I I loved it so much. That was really cool. It was pretty good. Yeah. You played Xenoverse. You played the Butoden game on uh, on 2DS. You played Budokai 2 on PS2. I don't know if you don't remember it. I don't remember that. I do remember, yeah, that one. I think it was Xenoverse, the one mm-hmm. I really, really liked. Because you got to make a You, you can remember, make your own character, yeah. Can you remember who your first character was you made? It was a Frieza. It was a Frieza race. Do you remember what yeah. you named him? I think it was like. Something really cringy. <laughs> it was really cringy. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I know it probably had the word death in it. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it had something to do with a wolf, maybe, or like. Oh. Or no, what was his name? It was like a dark wolf, probably. It was something like that. <laughs> it was like I think it was one. Anyway, it was hilarious. And I was like, where the hell did you come up with this? Uh, but mom eventually made me quit letting you play it because every time you played it, you would just get hyped up and just like want to punch things for like the rest of the day. Oh. And so <laughs> you get to, <laughs> and I'd be like, you can either. play this, but you're, you have to chill the F out when you're done or else you're not going to be able to play anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then you got your Switch. Switch. That one was a big one because I started, um, I think we started with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Splatoon 2 were the first ones and then Smash Bros. We still play Smash Bros. I still, dude, I love We went Smash to the beach Bros. this summer with our cousin Dylan, and yeah. you... Well, you know what happened. You got your ass kicked. No, 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 no. I played Sephiroth and I spanked you both. 
Okay. Because I remember you got pissed at me because I beat you in pool. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to beat your ass at Smash Bros. And so we all sat down and I remember beating you at Smash Bros and trying not to laugh at you because you got caught. Just because you beat me one out of 90 tries. 90 tries. You played Fox and I played someone like I never played before. Every Well, I played Incineroar versus Fox. Then I rock Ike and you absolutely hate it. Dude, Ike, you and Ike are just, you have something. Like, you guys have a, a connection. You're so good with Ike. He's my boy. I like the heavy characters. I like playing Ganon. D- Ganon, I love Ganon. I want to go against you Ganon. Ganon. Dorf. I forget there's a difference between those characters. I like, yeah, I really like uh, Ike, obviously. Who else do I like that's heavy? I mess around with DK. The Grape Ape. Grab a hold of you and suicide off the edge. Oh, you, you played Jigglypuff? And you would do that. I don't. I still don't know how to do that. The sleep move. Yeah, Davin and you both know how to do. It. I still don't know how to do it. But it's like it's bullying. Like you just jump, bro, and you just do that. And I just it's disgusting. Getting a KO with Jigglypuff's down B is. I don't even know how to do it. Like I still oh, to this day don't, don't know how to do it. You put him asleep and then you hit him again with the down B. Maybe you send him launching or playing Kirby. I love whenever I get trolly. I just play Kirby and. Suicide off the ledge, but Kirby has like nine. <laughs> oh yeah! Up so bees, I remember so. you used to do that. You used to jump down. You got me so many times. You'd suicide off the edge, and then you had a thousand jumps, mm-hmm. and I I couldn't do anything because I was like playing Little Mac, and he has the worst recovery in the whole game, and so I'd like do my little punches up in the air and <laughs> just fall, and you just make it to the top. See, you're spoiled because you had Super Smash Brothers on the Nintendo Switch, which is a freaking entire ass video game console inside of a tablet that you can carry with you. Mm-hmm. Back in my day, let me tell you a story. Back in my day. Let me tell you a story. I may have said this on a podcast before. I can't remember, but I had a Nintendo GameCube that I had Super Smash Bros. Melee. I had Mario Kart Double Dash. I had Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. I think that was it. And a kid on my bus named Alex had a, the original Nintendo DS with WarioWare Touched and Metroid, what was it called? It was the it was it, it was a demo cart for a Metroid game on the Nintendo DS. <laughs> okay, like the OG DS. You probably haven't even seen one of these things. The big old clamshell with like the trapezoid shape. No, clunky. I'd have zero idea. It's what terrible. About. Oh, it's bad. Oh, dude, it's so gnarly. But you have to realize how how revolutionary it seemed <laughs> for a kid coming from, you know, an OG Game Boy Advance, no backlight, two buttons, you know, coming to this thing with two screens, shoulder so buttons, old. four face buttons, like the whole nine yards, right? And I thought I was pulling one over on this kid because I was like, okay, I'll trade my GameCube and all my games for his Nintendo DS. And then... At Christmas time, when Super Smash Brothers comes to the freaking Nintendo DS, I'll be able to play on the bus, and I'll be the big brain winner here. Well, of course, a GameCube was way more than the stupid DS was, and he totally hosed me, and I traded my GameCube away. And guess what? Super Smash Brothers didn't come to a handheld console until I was like a 25-year-old man. (laughs) 24-year-old. Jeez. Yeah. And then when it did come out, it came out on the 3DS with the shitty little circle pad and it ran like crap. It honestly was pretty cool to have it on the on the handheld. 
and they released it before the Wii U version came out. So it was like we were all forced to buy it on the 3DS and play it first, you know? Yeah. But you, you just get a full-fledged, top-tier... Nintendo Switch setup. Favorite character. Three favorite characters. Three favorite characters. Um, Right now or then? All time. Ganon is my number one. Sephiroth is my number two. Who's Sephiroth? Uh, he's from the Final Fantasy series. He's okay. the bad guy, but he's, I think he's like OP. And um, Joker. Actually, Joker is number one. Ganon's number two. Sephiroth. Wait, and Joker is from Persona Five. Persona. Okay. All the personas. Yeah. I really haven't played since a lot of the DLC characters came out. Once upon a time, we would sit here guessing like. Who's going to be announced at the next Smash Direct? Like, who do we want? We had all these hairbrand ideas, and then they started bringing in all these other, like, third-party characters. I know, people no one knows about. Yeah. Snake. <laughs> dude, Snake's a freaking classic meme, dude. Hiding under the cardboard box. Dun, 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 I mean, Metal dun, Gear Solid's a dun, massive dun. franchise. Not anymore. That's dead. Yeah, it's no. dead as hell. Yes, it is. Well, okay, it's dead because Hideo Kojima got into a big old fight with Konami, the company that owns the rights to Metal Gear Solid. But the last Metal Gear Solid game came out in like, what, 2013? 20... No, it wasn't that long ago. Yes, it was. It was on next-gen consoles, wasn't it? No, I was. I remember well, it was, was 2013. Uh, 2013. You were like four! You barely weren't shitting in diapers. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna look it up because I'm curious. I, wait, 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 no. I don't think it was. It was 2015. 2015, yeah. Phantom Pain. So anyway, that was the last Metal Gear game. And yeah, I mean... it. That like, one looked really cool. I saw some stuff in that. Yeah, I'm not really... I've never been a Metal Gear guy. I tried to play the first one uh, on like a GameCube emulator. I tried to play the Twin Snakes remake, which is probably gibberish to you because... I don't really know. I, I like your time. I think Snake is like a really cool character, but I don't really know about the franchise that much. Yeah. But he's a holdover from the Wii because once upon a time, Metal Gear was on Nintendo consoles, but that was short-lived. And then Hideo Kojima got in a fight with Konami, and there was some rights issues or something. I don't know. And he left, and now he makes... He made that Death Stranding game. Have you played that? No. It's just UPS Simulator, except also there's like a baby, I guess. Or like a fetus. What? I don't know. It's very weird. <laughs> UPS Simulator, yeah, but there's a like, fetus? You're like delivering boxes, and you're like... The guy from The Walking Dead with a fetus strapped to your chest, but you're just walking around and delivering boxes. Okay, I guess. moving on. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's as fucking stupid as it sounds. And it, all my friends are PlayStation dorks who think Hideo Kojima, the uh, sunshine comes out of his booty hole, apparently. I guess so. Okay, moving on. What was next? So we had Switch, all that. I guess if that's all your all your memories of Switch. I yeah. Can't, I can't oh, think- Enter the Gungeon. We didn't even talk about that. Into the Gungeon. You that got one really was really into that. No, I haven't beat it yet. <laughs> you haven't beat it? <laughs> I haven't beat it yet. That I've had that game for like three years now, maybe even four, and I still haven't beat that game. I've gotten to the last level and I was looking like at the final boss's door and I I think I just died like right there because someone like shot me. It was just, it's so stupid. But it was an amazing game. The lighting was just the music soundtrack amazing. The guns, the powers was just really cool to use. There was so much to it. Um, the dungeons were really creative. Bad guys. There's you never get bored. So you like the grind of like it's different every time, and you incrementally work towards getting. Yeah. How did the progression system work in that game? It was like you went through a bunch of dungeons. And you would find chests, you would start with one key and like three hearts. 
and you would find like a chest you could open that and get a, a gun, better gun and then you just go through like the dungeons because each character has one starting gun and it's horrible and so you just go through you find gun stuff and just go around shooting For sure. that's typical roguelite gameplay but like what once you died what did you keep or what did you what what went into your overall progression did you have an overall level that would let you unlock certain things something carried over between runs right you had little green points and if you ran over them and um like you would get them after you died and basically or if you killed a boss and basically um you would have those in there's a little store on the side and if you go over you can buy more guns that go into the gungeon so you buy more items, guns. So that's a progression. So you like set up your run before you start it. Yeah, well, no, not really, because they're just placed in random, and you might not even get them like oh. very often. It's a very hard game. It's extremely so like, hard. In a game like I don't know if you play Dead Cells. I did, but a like lot. same concept, procedurally generated, different yes. every time, but kind of you know, broad strokes were always the same. There was like. Certain items you would always find, but they were in different places, and there were certain doors yeah. you could unlock. There were yeah. always, you know, so mm -hmm. consistency in that regard. But like you would basically collect your the souls or whatever. Yeah, the, that, the souls, the cells, yeah, and then the green points are in into okay. the dungeon. But and then you would like have skills that you would level into higher health, mm -hmm. higher like damage, like certain types of damage, like different buffs, and those those would carry over between runs. That's. Not really how this one works. Enter the Gungeon is is much harder in my opinion because of how absolutely unforgiving. Uh, Dead Cells, you can get powers and they'll link over to your next run. like Stuff like that. But not with Enter the Gungeon. There is mm. nothing like that. You die, everything you ever had is gone and you have to start all the way over. I played Binding of Isaac. I, I watched Dylan play that. That looked really stupid. It seems, from what I understand, it's basically into the Gungeon, but instead of, like, sick guns, you're just, you have nasty fetus powers. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't I don't really remember the mechanics of, like, like, the progression between runs. I can't really remember. That was a long time ago, but... Dude, there was the bosses in Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> there was this freaking seagull that... He would. He just flew down and he grabbed a minigun and he ripped open his chest and it was just muscle and abs and he was called the Gatling Ghoul and he was like, "It's <laughs> ridiculous." The Gatling that's stupid. Oh man. So that was what. No switch and and you kind of go through phases where you get really into something and then yeah. you put it away and you never look at it again. Well, no, then I'll get back into it later. Oculus. That was the next one. The VR. Well, you got a you had a PC built before the Oculus, yeah. Okay, well the PC, I didn't like, yeah. So PC, that's when Fortnite. You got pretty far down the Fortnite rabbit hole. I got real into Fortnite. I was in. I was. That's when I really started taking things seriously because PC is like, I learned how to get use a PC properly for video games. Like W is forward. Just so you don't you stuff. don't use a controller. You're a keyboard guy. I'm a 100% keyboard guy. It's weird. I don't like it. But I accept it. Yeah, that's what the pros play. What are you talking about? Most of, well, it depends what game you're playing. That's true. Like a Warzone, game, that's mostly controllers. Warzone, all the, almost all the pros use controller. Yeah. A lot of competitive shooters. Valorant is strictly PC, so. Yeah, oh, very strictly. That's the point. It's precision aim. You can connect like a controller to it, but you'll play horribly and you, it's just really stupid. But, I'm a controller guy, man. 
Yeah. Um, okay, what do we... So I had Fortnite, right. I got really into that. I got really good at it. Um, and I How many dubs? Li- how many lifetime dubs? Probably like, I don't know, more than I can count. I hit 1,000 wins on Warzone. So there's that. I also played a lot of creative in Fortnite, so that's also another reason. But I remember I would jump into creative with you. And you could fly, and you would get so mad because I would just start flying around. I know, I'm like, trying to kill cheating. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too, actually. But why is, why is it cheating? Well, because the idea was the 1v1, and you just like fly around. I was like, no, on the ground. I'm trying to build and be left alone. Building, I got insane at that. And then when I started to think like a sane person, I was like, wow, this is retarded. And so I quit Fortnite because... I got really, the game just got really stale. It's like pretty much the same formula over and over and over again. Um, it's most of it is bots nowadays. Um, the building got really annoying and people would progress and just become sweats. And it was just so like not fun to play. You mean there was a skill ceiling that you couldn't reach? Yeah. And at that, at that point, I just didn't want to put any effort in. That's fair. I'm different now. Well, you got really into Star Wars Battlefront. Battlefront 2, that's the next one. I have, I think, a thousand hours on that game. That's ridiculous. I You single-handedly keep those servers alive. No, it was me and, like, a, a Discord server with, like, 60 people. And you probably played <laughs> the same people over and over and over in that game. Oh, no. Like, I would play someone one time, and then, the, like, the next day I'd play them again. So, and you were just 1v1-ing, like, hero battles? Like, there'd be 2v2s mainly is what you're playing, but then there's, like... Like, lightsaber battles. Lightsaber battles. Dude, Battlefront 2 is so much fun, though. It it was really fun. I really enjoyed it because, uh, dude, you could play as Maul, and Maul had a power to choke you, like, choke force you up and, like, push you, make you fly. And, like, I just really liked it. Uh, you know, Kylo Ren could freeze you in place and just do a See, bunch I, of attacks. Dude, we were the OG Battlefront 2 back in the day, and that was a damn game. They got it right. And when we thought Battlefront was coming back, everyone was so mad to know that EA was going to have it, and DICE was developing it, and it was, we just thought, damn it, they're not going to get this right. I'm so mad, because they had a lot of potential with that game. I honestly don't have any problems with it, though. I don't know why it didn't do very well. Um... I thought the story was dumb as hell, and no one cares about that. It was about some random person named Aiden Versio that just betrays the Empire and like meets Princess Leia one time, and, like helps her, and then just kind of dies. It's it's kind of it's kind of stupid. Spoiler alert! Um, what if I still want to play that eight year old yeah, game? I know they're like, <laughs> I think there's like probably like sixty people still playing that. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty unfortunate how that all played out. If they ever release a classic Battlefront 2 with online multiplayer, I'm going to make you play it. And you're going to hate it because it's, it's old. It looks old. Dude, you need to play some Battlefront 2, though. I I, I played Battlefront 2. I probably got to, like, top 10 in that game. That seems like an exaggeration. No, it's probably not because there's, like, 60 people playing that game anyway. <laughs> but, but I got, like, I I was, like, insane. I was, like, the top of the Discord server that was like all the fans in Battlefront. Dude, the internet is just a wild, wild west. You're you're like joining rogue Discord servers full of strange. Seriously, adult I played. I people. played with someone. I played with someone, and I played with them the day before because I obviously have because like you're in like a server no talking playing. to these strangers. No in a voice chat. No, not voice chat. Oh my um, it goodness. was 
uh, the like the game chat. We were like typing to each other, and I was like pissed at him, and he's like, "Really? You pissed at me? Join the Discord server. We're one v one." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." And so he sent me the Discord server, so I joined. And it's like, was this the official? Yeah, it's the official Battlefront Two Discord server. It's like sixty people in it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so sad, but it's pretty depressing. I thought it was. I I really liked the game. The graphics were well done. The all the abilities were really fun to use. Captain Phasma, dude, she was so much fun. Oh my gosh, she was. When the game first came out, though, there was no like hero mo- mode. There's no hero battles. Like it was just really bad multiplayer. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. That's... All you do is lightsaber fight. Yeah, that well, that's what fun. everyone does. You play the the. There's, I think there's like a hero 5v5, which is like you have a group of people on one side and dark side and light side and you just go at it. And then there's the 2v2, which is just so much fun. Yeah, never got into it. Tried to play it a few times. Played the first one a lot. I was also, I'm just bad at shooters until Call of Duty Warzone. I yeah. was pretty bad at most shooters, but so that's on your PC. Talk about your Oculus and then I'm going to ask you your three, like three favorite games of all time. Okay. Oculus. It's going to be a fun one because I actually had a recent upbringing with this. And well, it's a, it's I, a, I think we got it for you for Christmas last year. I know, a but year ago. very recent. It, <laughs> this is a hell of a story. Okay, so I haven't told you this this story, but um, I told my friends this, and it was like, an, like a long story. So I'll try to cut it down for the podcast. But okay, so we'll start with when I first got the Oculus. I had a bunch of games. There was like this weird gravity game. Where you'd be just floating around. and But the main one, Blade and Sorcery, that was the main one I played. It was an absolutely phenomenal, well-done game. It did so well. So many cool powers you can use. There's like a force power. You could force choke people and shoot them This is just like, like a basic combat game where you're like 1v1-ing? Or are you no. battling like waves of enemies? You're battling waves of enemies in different places. You could fight them in a castle. You There's like all different types of spears, swords, axes. Um, daggers. There's different types of powers, huh? You got lightsabers. You can mod it to get lightsabers. <laughs> I can. That's the story I'm trying to say. So the story recently, as I started playing it, and I was like, I'm gonna try to mod the Oculus Quest too. So it started. I went online and it said you have to um like download a modding thing called Nexus Mods. So I did it. So I downloaded Nexus Mods and I watched a tutorial video on how to do it. And so basically you had to go into your files and do all these crazy things. You had to hook up your Oculus, all that. So I spent a good two days, two full days trying to figure this out. I was at my computer desk the whole time and I was like, it was ridiculous because I got it working and I was like super excited. I got this cool katana from the Devil May Cry series and I was like so happy because it had so many powers. You could like sheath it and unsheath it really quickly and it would like make people explode. Like it was really cool. And then uh, the next day, I, because I had gone through blood, sweat, and tears to get that on there. And the next day, I got on my Oculus and it was gone. And I was like wanting to cry. Like it was painful. That's Is that like a, was it like a soft jailbreak kind of thing where like you have to, if you reboot your Oculus, it'll. No, I apparently had closed the file. I deleted the file before when I left because <laughs> I didn't know how files worked. So I instead of just clicking the X button, I just clicked delete. So I just okay. deleted the file attached to my Oculus. And okay, boomer. I, exactly. I I eventually got it working. Now I have like 
cool elemental revolvers like a fire revolver a gravity revolver a time revolver when's the last time you played your oculus uh before like right before i broke my hand oh you broke your hand so it's been a rough couple of it has what has it been like six weeks yeah i'm pretty mad because i was like i just got it and i was like the revolvers were sick like they're like really cool i can freeze time and just like you go from breaking your hand Mm-hmm. Now you can't use a computer mouse and you can't use a video game controller. And then is the day you get your cast off, what happens? <sighs> ISS in school suspension. <laughs> oh, the second time. <sighs> yeah, I feel like this is a retarded reason. But. And so you get grounded. So now you have your hand back, but you still haven't played a video game. <laughs> and now he's flipping me off. That's pretty much it, I'd say. So if you if, could you make off the top of your head, can you make a list of your top three to five favorite games of all time? I'll do five. Five? Five. Okay. In no particular order. No, I, I'm not doing any order. First one I can think of, Uncharted 4. That's real weird to me. It is not weird. Anyone who has played that game will know that this, the feeling of shooting the guns is really fun. The story is one of the best story modes I've ever Wait, played. Did, did you ever, ever. You never played the first three? No, I've I've seen I yeah I you watched the, the I played the first I played I played like all four at my friend Connor's house I the third one was I I thought they were, the first three were like the third one was good but the other two were fine the second one is regarded as one of the best games on PlayStation the second one third one fine I didn't like the first one that much first fourth one <laughs> until the fourth one came out the fourth one was absolutely phenomenal story it's it's What's it really about? good. Who's the main bad guy in Uncharted 4? His name's Rafe, and he's like a billionaire, and he's like basically trying to get a like really rare item before Nathan Drake can. And so... So what's the supernatural element? Because there's always a supernatural element in the Uncharted games. Yeah, because I remember in like the third one, they're like magical demons. I don't know. Um, They're... Isn't, but it's really cool. There's no supernatural. No, but there's really cool history to it because it's there's about no magic. Pi- no, it's like a. Pi- there's no no yetis. There's no. no zombies. No, there's no demons. No, it's, it's just a dude shooting a bunch of other dudes. No, it's really cool. It's like every other game ever. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Oh my! It's God. the history and the exploration because the history behind it is really cool. It's a about a pirates betraying each other. It's like pirate named Henry Avery and basically it's like I don't want to spoil anything but it's like it's like yeah he's just trying to find this pirate ship and it's like sunken and they find it and he has this the final boss fight is him versus Rafe and they having a sword fight in the pirate ship and it's really sick like they're just sword fighting each other you were playing this at an age where you were not allowed to be playing it yeah at a friend's house yeah. And I'm sure mom and dad do not know that. No. Because I remember you saying, well, I watched it all on YouTube. Turns out you were just playing it at a friend's house. I did both. Yikes. You better hope they don't listen to this podcast, bud. I don't think they'll really care at this point. They don't care that much anymore. Well, now you're turning 14, so who cares? God of War, my next favorite. God of War 2018? Oh, I'll get Rag- I'll get to Ragnarok. Don't don't worry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but 2018, really good. Um, uh, yeah. Obviously, everyone has the same complaints about like the enemies, how they just get boring and bland, and I agree. But I still think Kratos is just a badass and Balder, dude, 
bothers really cool. Their fights that they have. That first just, fight. Dude, that first fight back at the... It's just Dragon Ball Z. Leave my home. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was pretty gnarly. So that, but I liked Ragnarok so much more. Really? Dude, the first fight with Thor. Oh, my God. It's funny. It's Thor interesting. Thor badass. We still haven't talked about the Ragnarok on the podcast because Chris is still playing it. We're gonna, we were going to review it. We'll see. You should. You need but... To. Yeah, I thought the first game, the story was a lot more... Like clear-cut and dry. It was, it was very concise. I mean, it was pretty linear because their goal was really... They had one goal. It was very simple. You know, in Ragnarok, what's the goal? We have to stop Ragnarok. That's kind of big. <laughs> in the first game, it was, we just have to get Phase Ashes to the top, the highest peak yeah. in, in the Nine Realms or whatever. And that led us on this whole journey, but they always were refocused by their... By the goal was to get to wherever you know it, the, the goalpost kept shifting, but it was about Kratos and his son. Yeah, Ragnarok was much more about Atreus and his relationship with a lot of other people, mm-hmm. and there was interesting stuff, but it wasn't as focused. And there was a lot more like they were a lot more worried about getting from like big set piece to big set piece that they didn't really care how they got there. So it was there was a lot of like wait. Now we're jumping to this, and why are we here? And yeah, which got, is like fine. It got weird, but but the game itself is a lot more fun to play than the first yeah, one. There's more. They fixed all the problems. No, but I think there's more variety in boss fights too. I Heimdall was a bitch, and I'm happy to see him get killed. <laughs> that was, was that was so satisfying to watch. Um, Kratos tried to let the man. I know he tried, man. He tried, blew off his spoiler arm. Alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> Yeah, I know, yeah, but he um, tried. Odin, super cool. Dude, Odin as like kind of like a, a vintage inspired freaking mob boss. He was straight up out of a freaking mob flick. The depiction of Odin in this isn't like a giant, you know, bulking, you know, Viking god, but more of like a a silver-tongued manipulative. Well, Odin was never in the literature Yes, he was. Poems, Him he, and Thor? No, no, no. Uh, yes, no. they were. No, they weren't. The, 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 there's, we actually don't have a lot of... We, ha, we only really have a few poems of uh, depicting North, Norse mythology. We don't really have that much. And Odin was normally depicted as just a one-eyed, white-haired dude who nobody ever recognized. He always was in disguise. He always looked like Odin, but he always sort of disguised himself through some sort of magic. So people never knew who he was. So he so he was kind of a trickster in that sense. He was always messing with people. Sounds like you're talking about Loki right now. A little bit. Loki would always literally disguise himself because he would shapeshift into all sorts of animals. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Including one time he turned himself into a mare and got pregnant. A what? A mare? A female horse? Yeah. And then that's how he had um, that. He had like a Pegasus daughter and Jormungandr is the world serpent, which is also technically his son in the mythology. I do like how the God of War franchise sort of took a lot of the mythology and honestly made it cooler in most ways. They because but but again, there's not that much detail. Like the way we see like Chris Hemsworth, you know, and Tom Hiddleston is not that is very loosely based on the mythology we actually. I know it's have. not accurate at all. No, it's that's just, that's the thing is like Thor. Depicted in this in the in God of War Ragnarok was extremely accurate as a fat drunk, fat drunk. That is what (laughs) Thor is depicted as a very powerful but fat drunk. That is what he is. And Thor and the MCU is 
a tall blondie, which is wrong, but uh, just yeah. a tall blonde, you know, it's just like, that's why fat Thor in the MCU was also, you know, kind of a nod to mythology because he was a fat, he started getting fat and drinking and yeah. being depressed and all that. Although the argument to be made for the MCU is that it doesn't have to be accurate to anything because a, they're not gods. They're just aliens and they're aliens who inspired our mythology you know. Um, okay, that's three. Am I? Okay, four. Wait, so God, so both God of Wars are in your both favorite God of Wars, all time. Yes. You haven't even played Ragnarok yet. You just watched it on freaking... The story is enough. Okay. Oh, wow. I haven't even talked about Valorant yet. Oh, no. I should say that I let you borrow PS4 for like two years. So you were able to play games like Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, Fallen Order. You were able to play... Oh, Fallen Order. I haven't even talked about that yet. We can, we can. You so you also played like Horizon. I uh, you played. I got, I got I got so impatient I couldn't even beat that game. It's funny that you were patient enough to play Star Wars, but you got impatient with Horizon. Because Horizon was like a weird game. I I just I couldn't follow it, and then the skill tree was weird. And update you and tell you when to get stuff on the skill tree. So I was like, how does this even work? And I ended up losing every boss because I didn't have what it was needed for the skill tree, and I wasn't guided in what to get. And then I had, I was like, so failing a, a game that forced you to actually read to understand what's happening. Mm-mm. I actually that was that and Fallen Order were the two games I actually read things. That reminds me of the story we we. we alluded to earlier where Andrew came in here and reminded us to tell a story about on on the Switch, we had bought you Pokemon Let's Go because we really wanted you to get into Pokemon games, turn-based RPGs, uh, a, a genre as old as freaking video games practically. And so we got you Let's Go, kind of baby's first RPG. You were pretty young. This is so Tell everyone what happened. <laughs> All right. So I made good progress. I had actually got it going. I understood the game and I had gotten to like a, a pretty good certain point. And, um, I, uh, I turned it off. I think I went and had dinner and I came back on in the living room and everything was just gone. And I was super pissed off and I was like, what the hell? And I told Andrew and he was like, yeah, you have to, you know, click save. How (laughs) many times did you restart the game and play and then turn it off and lose all your progress? Five or six. That's ridiculous. (laughs) And you never once thought to ask like, hey, why do I keep restarting the game? (laughs) You just thought that's how it was supposed to be? I just, I didn't think twice. That is brutal. I was pretty mad. I just gave up. I can't imagine a world where you restarted Pokemon Let's Go six times, but got impatient with Horizon. No, I just, I couldn't get Horizon. It was just annoying. I thought it was a cool story, but I also just got into like Valorant during that time. And I was like, well, Valorant's a much more fun game. So I'm just going to do that. Do you remember, this is another totally random story, but do you remember the first time you played Breath of the Wild? The first time? No. It was in the music room? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I tried to fight the, the guardian with a what ten damage claymore, rusty claymore, and I was like so pissed off because I couldn't kill this thing, and I just kept going at it and trying and just getting lasered every single time, and you know <laughs> it's so stupid. I mean, you were what eight, barely eight years old mm-hmm. when that came out. I remember I can't remember what I was doing in the music room, but basically I just gave you the switch to shut you up so you would play. Oh yeah, because you and Andrew were like talking about something. We were doing something, and I remember you trying to fight a Lionel. And I don't remember that. Did I? 
Yeah. And I tried to fight a Lionel. And there were a bunch of skeletons at one point. Are there skeletons? I killed all those. There's skeletons in the game, right? I'm not yes, making that up in my on, brain. Bro. Yes, of course they are. I, I haven't played that game in like six years, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that well either. That's pretty funny. But so you got real, you got like sweaty into Valorant this year. Not, was it this year? Yeah. I don't know. I, so I started like a year ago. Pretty much everything um, after the pandemic has just been one long shitty year. Pretty much. So this year, sometime. <laughs> yeah. So Valorant, yeah, I got really into that. I really liked the game, like, like the, the guns, the visuals were beautiful, the characters. I just love the art style. The different guns. I love the gun skins because, you know, the difference between like Fortnite gun skins is like, you know, they just change what you look like. But what, Valor- about, the, what about the gameplay? Mm-hmm. What about the gameplay? Well, I'm trying to get to that. Just give okay, me, give me two right. seconds. But this the is, skins. This is, no, this is part of the gameplay. Skins are listen, more important. No, okay, no, listen. Right. I'm, I'm saying the skins. This. It's because <laughs> the Valorant gun skins would give you lasers. Like you could shoot lasers out of your gun. That made gameplay so much more fun. It would, you know, cool death animations when you'd shoot someone because um, they actually affected the gameplay. Like it looked cool. It was more visually appealing and it was just fun. Um, you know, the... I played a character mainly. Um, I played two. I played a guy named Omen who was like um, just some dude who was like... He cast shadows that he and he can teleport... And Wait, so so hold on, back it up. Valorant is a battle royale. No, or is it a team-based shooter? Team-based like, shooter, like Overwatch. Yeah, it's like if Overwatch and CS:GO had a baby. So it's character-based, not like weapon-based. Like it's a little bit of both. Each each character has their own unique abilities. As there, yeah, but buying guns is also very important. And is this the one uh, made by uh, the company that did Titanfall? It's like the wall running. I don't know. They made League of Legends, Riot Games. Is it payload, basically, like Overwatch? So you have a spike. If you're an attacker, you have the spike, and the spike is like a bomb. And so basically your job is to get on site, plant the bomb. On the enemy's side? Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, defend the bomb. And if the... Because it's planted in one spot, you can't ever move it. You plant the spike, and then you defend it, and then... They can defuse it, so you have to make sure they don't come in and defuse the spike. And if you if the spike explodes, you win. So yeah, but each character like there's a guy named Phoenix who can like sh- has fireballs and firewalls. Like it's 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 a cool game. I can't play a multiplayer game without like a party of people that I know. That's the idea of Valorant is you get like five people that you know and you just play as a. Who do you play with? Dylan, Max, um, Isabella, and Elijah. Who are these people? No one you know. Well, no shit. I'm a 30 year old man. But exactly. Dylan, I know Dylan. You know Dylan. You don't know any of <laughs> you don't know anyone. Are else. these friends from school? Or these people you met online? It's just people. These are Dylan's friends. Oh, okay. That he goes to school with. I see. Dylan's a year older than you. Mm-hmm. He's in high school already. Mm-hmm. Or is he going into high school this year? No, he's in high school right now. Okay. Wow. You're in eighth grade. Eighth grade. Oh yikes. Well, you won't be for long if you keep getting suspended. Not off to a good start, but. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Well, so you have one more week of school and then Christmas vacation. And if you get in trouble this week, you won't have video games until the new year. If I get in trouble this week, I won't have uh, video games till the end of the year. That's what I just said. <laughs> no, no, like for the rest of the school year. The rest of the school year. So my well, okay. I don't know. They didn't make it clear because they changed it. 
because they said if I get expelled, because three three of the same offense, um, you get put up for expulsion. That's it's insane to me that a couple of friends are like horsing around in the bathroom and they're gonna talk about expelling kids. That's pretty silly. It is. And me and my friend weren't even touching, so I. Think well, you shouldn't have been horsing around in the bathroom to begin no, with. No, no, okay. There's two but separate. There's two separate extreme. events. Two separate events. One, the horsing around the bathroom. Actual punches and kicks were being thrown, and there was an actual fight. The principal, I, I didn't do the actual fight. I did the play fight. The people actually did the real fight. Mr. Price, our principal, had to ram the door down as hard as he could. He hurt his shoulder and had to peel apart a physical fight. Me, so that you, is you weren't being pulled apart. No, no, I hid in the stall. Okay, <laughs> good, good plan. All three of them ratted me out, though. But the ones who are f- f- actually fighting yeah. ratted you out. Yeah, it's really annoying. But um, so they all, uh, so yeah, that is worth a so you know suspension. What you should have done. You know what you should have done. What you should have dropped your trousers like you're actually pooping. So when they came <laughs> in, you're like, I'm just pooping here. No, they didn't. They didn't come in. Like they, I, I shut the stall and was just like peeking through the crack. <laughs> <laughs> and they all got uh, I watched Mr. Price go you guys in the office now and he like took them all to the office he was like pissed off and I came out of the, I was like, like <laughs> checking around when I opened it and like okay so I just sat on the couch and just acted like nothing happened and um, then this little 6th grader came up and was like we need Daniel and so I got taken to the office because they all ratted me out, which is really annoying. But so you probably wouldn't have been suspended this time if you hadn't already had a prior offense. Yeah, no, I was like, I was gonna say it's because of my prior offense that I got suspended this time, and this was out. I'll explain the situation, right? This was just out, just during lunchtime, and we are like, we weren't even touching each other. I he said, well, you know, I'm not gonna touch you. I'm like, okay, because I don't want to break my hand again or anything stupid like that. And so we weren't even touching each other. We were just like playing around. And then he just comes up and like gets me in this tackle hold and then picks me up for like two seconds. He doesn't like slam me on the ground. He just picks me up and for like two seconds and drops me back on the ground on my feet. And then the principal screams us to the office and says, you're both going home. And we explain the situation. And she's like, okay, fine. Just in school suspension for like one day. Just get to work. Don't even talk to me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just ridiculous. But. I think it's really dumb that I got suspended this time. I mean, there are people who are smoking weed, whoa, smacking whoa, each other's whoa, asses. Whoa, 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 I'm not ratting anyone out. I don't need to be hearing about any of this. This is middle school we're talking about. I'm just, I'm just saying that those those people, like, why, why I got picked up for two seconds and I'm getting suspended, but people who are literally smacking hey, listen, each other's officer, asses aren't. Listen, I know that I shot that man with a pistol, but there are people in the world who shoot way more people. Okay, no, this this isn't like that bad. Doesn't this matter. isn't worth any punishment. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You were horsing around when you shouldn't have been, which was dumb. A because you had already been busted for it and you shouldn't have been messing around. No, and I B, thought I listen. I thought about what I was going to do, and I was like, "There's no way I'm going to get in trouble for this." Like, I'm we're not physically touching each other, and we're just like playing around. Miss Christie watches that kind of stuff all the time. She doesn't care. I didn't think she'd care. She was also in a shitty mood that day. Then your so. idiot friend picked you up and it was... Yeah, so it was his fault. Why am I getting in trouble? He picked me up. I didn't want to be picked up. Well, next time you'll know not to be in that situation But of course all. I wouldn't say that because I'm going to defend my friend. I'm not going to rat him out like all the other kids did. Well, your friend's an idiot who got you suspended, so... Oh, well, I don't care. I love that kid. Well, he's an idiot. Well, you're an idiot. He should have respected the rules that you put in place. We're not touching each other, but he broke those rules and got you suspended. That's not a good friend. That is a shitty friend. Who doesn't respect you or your Jeez. boundaries? 
I don't care about boundaries. You would care about boundaries if I went and took all your video games away and back to Eugene with me. We need to hang out in Eugene again. Cook those gourmet meals again. Hey, I told you you could have come down a whole bunch of times, but then your grades were really bad and mom wouldn't let you. That was last year. It was the beginning of this year. No, I had really good grades. I guess it was last school year, but it was this year. Yeah, I've had good grades this this school year. I've done well. Specifically for going up to Eugene a lot. And the last time you said when we left grandma's and you're like, sure, come up. And Sarah's not here. Mom and dad were just like, eh. Well, because you got to both get a ride to Eugene and someone else can pick you up. But I thought you were going to take me to Eugene. Well, I would have taken you to Eugene because I was going back, but someone would have had to come the next day to pick you up. Ah, uh, whatever. I would have made you sleep on the floor. Yeah, that was so fun. We just watch we gotta watch we still gotta pick up pick out a movie to watch well last year you came over and you really want to watch logan and that wasn't happening do we play any video games last time you were over i don't think we did we just watched i got to sleep on the floor at 1 a.m and listen to you scream on warzone you did not sleep on the floor i got you i bought a whole cot just for you there was no cot i yep. slept on the floor no you didn't yes i did and I, there's no cot you want me to put up a, i'll put up a picture of what you slept in I did not sleep on a cot. I remember sleeping right on the floor, right next to the window, and listening to you scream on Warzone. And I just bought being, you a cot and a comforter and a bunch of pillows. You bought me a bunch of pillows and a comforter, but there was no cot. Definitely was. I know this because I bought it specifically for you, and it didn't get used again until last month when Nick came down, and Nick slept in it. Is there anything else you wanted to chat about while we're... I still have one more game. You want to talk about Fallen Order before we wrap it up? Yeah. It's been kind of an all over the place podcast, but that's okay. Yeah. We just learn just about chatting. learn about your history with video games. and Okay, so hold on. Your, your favorite games of all time. Both God of Wars. Uncharted 4. Yes. Valorant. Valorant. Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2. It's a pretty interesting list. <laughs> People are going to have my heads for this, but I, do, I don't. I honestly like have never really had a problem with it. Um I thought it was a fun for the time. I thought which the, game Battlefront? Battle yeah. yeah, I thought the characters were fun to use. Um, I mean, dude, you could go Han Solo versus Darth Vader and just win. It, it was like it's solely skill based. Um, it was just a really cool game. I mean, I thought when you were playing Darth Vader and you you could just do the the little force choke that he does right here, the and just like choke out a like bunch of their rebel soldiers and like you just felt so powerful it was just a fun game so fallen order is not on your top five list but it might be in your top 10 it's equal with like i'd say it's number six fallen order so you beat that game fully yeah we watched the trailer today for the new what 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 is it called the uh fallen a survivor jedi survivor jedi survivor did not look very good no like i mean it looked like okay yeah that's that's another star wars game but there was no the villain doesn't seem interesting. Who was the villain? I had no idea. Did that guy. That dude who was talking? Yeah, like the guy well, with the long hair. When I heard Odin in that trailer for the new God of War Ragnarok, I'm like, wow, this is this guy's going to be fucking pathetic. And now <laughs> and he was like, turned out to be super cool. So Tough ass mafia boss. Pretty much. Charismatic. Yeah. You almost wanted to trust him halfway through that game. I know. He's like, that's what, that's the thing. It's like they, they acting is phenomenal. Yeah. And he really convinced you that he was good for a little bit. Only for a little bit, though. And then he killed his own son right in front of your eyes. Did Thor actually die? Spoiler alert. Yes, he did. Yeah, how come he's the only character in the whole game that died who floated off into a bunch of like blue particles? 
because Odin's like the only one who can like unalive him with the special spear, and that's how it like killed him. Is really effect? I think so. Yeah, his fight with the world serpent, where he just punched him and just put him out of existence just with one punch. That Isn't it kind of interesting how they how they were doing all that, but it was sort of in the background of the fight, and mm-hmm. it would sometimes pan over, but then it was never really the focus. Yeah, but it was still cool that. Thor one punch knocked him just out of existence, just obliterated him. Well, he knocked him back in time. Yeah, knocked him in an infinite time loop. But where he's at, he's out of existence. I don't think he's in an infinite time loop. I think it's. I actually don't know how the time travel aspect works because the Jormungandr that is in Midgard right now, in the lake, is a different Jormungandr than we see. The Jormungandr that gets knocked back in time is the one that Atreus puts the soul into, in mm-hmm. in. The, Angerbrodo's grandmother's house, remember? Yeah. He puts the soul in the snake and it goes away. That's Jormungandr, and that's the guy we see at the end of Ragnarok. And he's the one that gets knocked back in time, but the Jormungandr that we know is still chilling in the lake. That's confusing. Yeah, I don't understand how the loop works then. Because it's like, okay, so is that the baby Jormungandr that grew up, got knocked back in time, is he going to go, is he in another, like a parallel universe that now he's going to have to like go through meeting Atreus and helping him and having Atreus stop Ragnarok in another universe. I really just kind of, it's the same topic, but like, I just, I'm, I'm upset because if Thor did really die there, like, I feel like that was kind of a waste of something. He's a pretty good character. I want to see Thor and like Kratos just like team up. That would be sick. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd be shocked. Well, I guess I wouldn't be shocked if we got another God of War. How did it really end? I don't, I don't get it. It's like a weird ending. Well, the whole idea of the game is that, you know, you are not beholden to prophecy. Prophecy is A, what you interpret it as, and B, what you make of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so the whole idea that they averted Ragnarok, or they, I guess they technically didn't avert Ragnarok, they let Ragnarok happen, but they basically prevented Kratos from dying and Atreus joining Odin because they didn't want to do those things. And so they said no to prophecy, which makes the ending, depending on how you look at it, a little a little bit of a cop out because he sees he sees the prophecy right, mm-hmm. and at the end he sees himself, golden statue being worshipped by people, mm-hmm. right, and and you think to yourself, well, if prophecy isn't real, then this doesn't mean anything, but what it means to Kratos is. That for the first time in his life, he sees a path for himself that isn't death. Of yeah, because that's all Kratos loves. has been doing right. is averting prophecies right. and killing gods. Right. So it's not about the prophecy itself. It's about that for the first time, he is able to see for himself that there there's a different future for him where he gets to you know choose to be better, which is the whole point of the game. Obviously, is about choosing to be better. I. Yeah, I want to. If they're gonna, if there's gonna be a next God of War game, it better be Atreus is Loki and he's an adult and he's like as badass as Kratos and he's like. Would it super be? Cool. Would it be interesting to turn Atreus into the bad guy? How how would they Kratos versus Atreus? How would they do that? I don't know. Because I mean, there's a lot of options. I'm like, what like what if we go to ancient Egypt and Kratos kills the pantheon of Egyptian gods? That'd be badass. No, that's what they because in the God of War three. The original ending before they cut all that out was that I think it was after they killed Zeus, after he killed Zeus, um, the Egyptian pantheon and just a bunch of different gods just came together and just came with Kratos. And then they just 
all fought in some oh, big I, I don't remember any. I didn't really. I played like the first God of War game and I don't remember anything else. Well, but. no, that, that was the original cut. That got all cut out. Oh, oh, After oh. he killed um, Zeus, it was just pretty much over. But How badass would it be, though, if we got... I, I don't know how they would do it, though, without undercutting the sort of emotional headway they made with, with the arc of both games. Like, I don't know how they really go off into another story. And Loki is evil. Loki is not evil in in the mythology. Um, what? No, he's not as yet. Yeah, yes, he is. He's just no. He's a horrible person. He he had a master that taught him a bunch of magic and made him super powerful, and then he killed him for more power. That was part of the mythology. He he was not a good person. None of the pe- people. None, none of the, the gods are good people. No, he, he's just he's not he's not as evil as like Thor or Odin, but he's not a good person. Like he's he's not a he's not. He's still evil. They're all evil, but he's just less evil than them. That's what I was going to say. That's like, you know, I feel like they could do that. That's possible. Make, I just, make Atreus the bad guy? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they that go would be, about that. I don't know how they do that. Kratos versus Atreus? It would have to be something like on his on Atreus's journey, he, he meets the pantheon of Egyptian gods, and they have some sort of righteous path they're following, and Atreus is convinced that those, that's... He basically becomes enlisted in the service of those gods, and that makes Kratos mad because he's like, everything about our journey has been about saying no to the gods, you know, mm-hmm. and making our own choices. And now you're going back to that. Now you're yeah, you're now you're ba- you're basically enslaved by these gods again, and then it could become Kratos trying to help his son, but then in turn ends up fighting as he tries to kill the pantheon of Egyptian gods. It'd be pretty cool. I just want to see Atreus powerful. Yeah. Enough of the little kid crap. Yeah, it's getting really annoying. He's like 15 or 14 in the Ragnarok. That's a little kid. It's not a little kid. It's someone who is, I don't know, he's shown to be pretty, pretty powerful in a, just a little bit. Not not ridiculous. I mean, he can't beat Heimdall, but he's, you know, he's pretty strong. And then. Okay, here's something that I don't really understand about God of War that I it's probably self-evident and I'm an idiot. But why... Why was Dropnir necessary to beat Heimdall? What was Dropnir? The spear? How come how come Heimdall right, couldn't the see the spear coming? What made the spear special that it was a blind spot for Heimdall? Didn't all he have to do was just throw the section of the spear and slam it on the ground and explode it? Well, yeah, but the whole idea that you can't beat Heimdall not because he's powerful, but it's because he sees everything coming. Yeah, it's he's the god he sees of the future. Uh, yeah. So how did the spear help get around that? There are a lot of little questions like that that I have that we'll break into when we do our God of War spoiler cast two months too late. But I'll send it to you when it's done because Chris is playing it and I beat it. Because there's a lot of like weird things in the story that I'm like, wait, why did that happen? Or why did that have to happen? Or how does that make sense? I was like, it was just sort of like, I'm like, is the answer it doesn't really make sense? It was just like a convenient way to get us to the next plot point. Oh, we need to give Kratos a new weapon. So let's make it so that for some reason, that's the only weapon that can kill Heimdall, even though it goes against the logic of the universe. Well, it's the spirit, right? Drop near is the spirit that. Should we look this up? Yeah. What was up with his arm? <laughs> that was also a question I had too. I don't know what that like. I don't get that either. Like his arm, when Kratos blew it off with Drop near, he just she regrew, became like way more powerful. So this fan theory supposes that. The reason Kratos ended up beating Heimdall, because Heimdall, he doesn't see the future. He reads thoughts. 
Yeah, no, because when he looks into your eyes, he can see what your next move is, which is why, because and there's a hint to that when when like Heimdall's just beating the crap out of Atreus, and Thor comes in, yeah. and he's like, "Stop!" And you know, Heimdall says he's like, "How do you intend to stop me?" And Thor's like, "Look into my eyes. You tell me." And because <laughs> because he knows that Heimdall can read his thoughts, yeah. and so basically it show, and he's like, "You are a sick man." Because apparently Thor and what he was saying, what he was thinking was killing Heimdall in a brutal sure, way sure. to make him stop. The so, thi- so, so the this this theory is that the reason Kratos, because Kratos not only hits him with a spear, he then starts punching him, and Kratos and Heimdall was like shocked. And the idea is that Kratos is such a refined warrior that he stopped thinking about his moves and started doing them on instinct. So Heimdall couldn't read Kratos's thoughts. His Spartan rage, maybe. Well, it's just it's just his skills as a fighter are so refined that he doesn't think he just does pure instinct, instantaneous reaction, and so that's how because it was like okay, he started like punching Heimdall, and Heimdall should have been able to avoid the punches, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just in the heat of the battle, and Kratos was such a freaking badass, badass that yeah, Heimdall doesn't have the time to read thoughts because there is no thought. It is mindless what instinct. I w- what I was thinking was like, I mean, it's just, he has to see, like he can see, he can read your thoughts. So I was just thinking like, he can't read them as fast as Kratos is freaking punching because he punches them so fast. That's what I was just thinking, something really simple. But that one sounds a lot more sick than what I was thinking. So on the God of War wiki, there really is no reason given as to why Dropnir was like necessary to trick Heimdall. So as far as I could tell, there is really no reason given as to why that could get around his abilities. And so my understanding is that it was just sort of a weird plot hole that they they just needed a new cool weapon, and that's what they did. It's a sick weapon, though. Yeah, I can't really... Anyway, you know it is a sick, uh, a, a sick weapon. So, in any event, that's uh, that's interesting. But that's two hours, so we're gonna uh, wrap it, it up. Call it good for the Constant Crusade podcast today. It was nice the chatting Constant just about Crusade podcast. Wow, you've got to get your radio announcer voice on. <laughs> the Console Crusade. We're back with the Console Crusade. Well, <laughs> on the contrary, my friend, we're we're out of here.